What do you do when confronted with a challenge in life, as we all are from time to time? Do you question your self-worth and doubt the value you add to this world? Or do you recognize your own imperfections and love yourself just as you are? Flawed, but strong. Willing to take a risk, put yourself out there, and be your authentic self. The choice belongs to you. This is Confident Closers with Anna Maria Sanin. Welcome to another episode. No, that's the first thing that I was going to say. I'm not going to say. Um, welcome to a new episode. Okay. One, two, three. Welcome to a new episode of The Confident Closers. My name is Anna Maria, your host. And today I have an amazing guest, not only just guest, but friend, industry friend. You can call it everything you want. Her name is Victoria Sanchez. And let me just introduce her real quick for all of you who are listening today. Victoria Sanchez is a financial expert and a successful entrepreneur and business mentor. Her passion is to develop leaders in the area of financial services and empower families to have success in this area following simple, practical, and efficient methods. Victoria helps people who are interested in having professional and business success in the USA under the new economy system, particularly in the industries of investment, insurance, and real estate. Victoria, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here today and to share this uh, episode of Confident Closers. I, I, and I love it. I love the name because you really empower that confidence. Thank Absolutely. you so much for having me. Absolutely. I really appreciate taking the time. I know how busy your schedules can be and, uh, and I know what it means setting this time aside with your busy schedule as a leader, as a businesswoman. Um, so I really appreciate it. All right. So let's not waste any time and let's get down to it. Um, as you guys know, the Confident Closers really focuses on empowering women like you, myself, to really um, connect and understand the stories of other women to realize that we're not the only ones going through certain things in our lives, right? Um, many times we feel like we're alone. We feel like, you know, this is only happening to me. Um, I'm the only one who has all these challenges. And the truth of the matter is, is that success does not come easy to anybody. And success, it's an ongoing um thing, if I want to call it that, right? Like it, we, we can never reach the top of success. There's always obstacles. There's always challenges and things to overcome. And so we're constantly seeking to succeed our current situation. And so with that said, you know, I really, I want to ask Victoria straight to the point, what are two moments in, um, in your life that were challenging for you to overcome? In other words, you know, moments that were life-changing. And here we're referring to, you know, uh, business, personal. Tell us a little bit about that, Victoria. Yeah, well, wow, thank you. Well, I think there have been a lot of moments where I, uh, you know, what you call those moments that are uh, defining moments. And I've had a lot of them throughout my life. But I think if I were to, uh, you know, think about two specifically, and if I pick one from business and one from, from personal, you have to hear a little bit about the story, right? Okay, because it's all, it goes back to the story. And uh, so I'll tell you a little bit about myself and why that was important to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm an immigrant. I'm, you know, I'm from Colombia. And I came here to the U.S., uh, specifically to New York, with my mom, single mom, uh, 
uh, you know, just the two of us when I was a teenager because she found that she, she thought that there's more opportunities uh, for me specifically. So I know what it is to be an immigrant, to, you know, learn English, you know, nano, anything. The first one in my, in my family to uh, graduate from college and to have a, a business degree. And I went through a lot of different things, right? You know, in terms of, you know, financial, uh, culturally, uh, et cetera, to be able to become uh, you know, I graduated, I graduated in finances and I started working, uh, you know, very early on as, uh, you know, as a, uh, let's call it an analyst in corporate America, uh, and, and then a, a banker, you know, an investment banker. So it, my, my industry was finance. I, you know, I was in Wall Street. I was with a, a other, uh, you know, agencies, the rating agencies. So I knew that I, I understood as I was growing up that, uh, there were a lot of, opportunities, but it was very difficult to, to be in the area of financial services, you know, back at that time in a world that was man's, a man's world and to succeed. So there was always, there was always, uh, you know, I had to give the extra mile. So success definitely comes when you give the extra mile. So it's the first one in the office, the last one, you know, to leave. Um, and, 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 and I created a career, a corporate career of, uh, you know, being professional and always, you know, giving the best of me. Okay. So, you know, having said that, I think a lot of people, you know, that, you know, could relate with me, uh, that are immigrants have faced that, right? The, the transformation, the coming, the having to, you know, overcome, uh, not having your family here, learning a new language, learning a new skill. And so, you know, I understand, you know, what it, what it takes and, and, you know, having a, a single mom or having a mom who actually just like gave everything for me, she always told me never give up. Like you can do it, you know, you have everything in you. So I was able to, you know, to start from, you know, an intern to, you know, an analyst to a junior associate, you know, to es escalate, you know, as in the corporate ladder to become, uh, you know, a, a vice president and, um, and I had a great career. Okay. But what was those, those moments, right? Those moments. And um, in the business side, I think one of them definitely is um, when they laid me off. I mean, I got laid off like three times, uh, you know, but one of them was, wow, you know, I give my all, you know, I give everything, you know, I was like, you know, uh, you know, like, like I said, that was the first one, you know, in the office, maybe the last one, um, but it's not about what you do. It's not about your performance per se, you know, corporate America, they have, you know, different you know, strategies and they change methods and it's not so much about the people, but it's just a big picture. But you, I was actually one of those, those that was that thought that you come to corporate America and then you work really hard and that, you know, you, that's what they taught me. You go to the university, you work really hard and then you definitely, you know, have a good salary and then you're there. And then at some point, you know, retire and you have a great life. Um, but then I had, I had that moment where, you know, I got laid off, uh, and I, I had to find a way to start to build and to create. Okay. So, you know, that was, that was challenging. Um, but then I started to build confidence. I had so many successes before I escalated the ladder from zero in corporate, in corporate America. So 
having the possibility to open my mind and say, oh, wow, maybe I can't be an entrepreneur. Maybe I can't work for myself. There is the possibility that with this talent, I could actually go and do it. Wow. And, and um, thank you for, you know, taking us back to your story, because I personally can relate as well with, you know, being an immigrant. And I know that many of our listeners uh, can absolutely relate to coming to this country as, you know, uh, young, uh, having their parents move here. Now, I do have a question for you because, because we come with that mentality, your parents are sacrificing, you know, their, their culture, their life, their families, right, to, for, for us, their children, to bring us uh, to other countries country specifically here to the U.S., right, for, for a better future. So your whole life, right, it was like it was embedded in you, you know, you you do good, you go to school, um, you know, and, and if you do these things, you're guaranteed, you know, to have this successful career, this successful life and so forth. And so you said you mentioned you were laid off three times, right? And so What were the emotions? Because, okay, you get laid off the first time and you're like, all right, I can pick myself back up. You know, this happens. Um, So, so how did that affect you from a, from a confidence standpoint? How did that affect, you know, uh, perhaps your drive and the passion that you put in, you know, your entire life and to do what you were told to do, um, and so, so what were those emotions if, you know, cause I'm sure some of the listeners can totally relate to this too. It's like, wait a minute, you know, this is all I've known. This is all I've done. And for, for some of us, it could be really, uh, devastating, right? And, and we can really find ourselves, um, in a position of perhaps, uh, uh, feeling defeated, right? Uh, but, you know, and not being able to see, to see this as an opportunity, for perhaps something that we didn't know was in our future. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, definitely. There is a whole bunch of emotions. uh, Definitely. Because you may feel like you failed, right? There was something wrong that you did. You know, how come, you know, this is happening to you? And then you have those. But I am very... I have to be very honest. It took me probably, you know, a day or two to realize, wait a minute. Okay. Um, this is actually an opportunity for me to do something better. Um, and I think we all go through that, right? You know, we have, uh, I think one of them is rejection, right? We feel we've been rejected and it's not personal. I had to step back and look at the situation. It's like, it's not because of me. I'm the I'm one of the best ones here. I'm actually doing a lot more, but they pay me too much at this point. So it's really a decision that has to do with more with the numbers and with corporate than it's personal. It's not because I did you know, a bad job. It's not because you know, I actually you know, screwed one of the clients or you know, I did something wrong. Uh, it's actually because I'm really good and they pay me really well. And because they pay me really well, well, they, now they have to cut costs and I'm on that side of costs and they have to be more cost efficient. So when you start to analyze it and then you look, you know, from, uh, from far, then you are not inside in this emotional roller coaster. Okay. And that's what I did. That's what really happened to me, actually, the two times. In the two times that that happened to me, the first one, it was actually a great jump to uh, go to a better uh, position, okay, you are a more uh, flexible position in geographically because it was when I was actually, when I moved from New York to Florida and that's where I live right now. 
and the possibility actually to have a very interesting uh, salary increase because I had a whole bunch of experience. So it was very, it's, it's really interesting because sometimes we see these situations as just obstacles that talk about more about our character than what we're really made of. So it's not that it was bad character and that's why I got laid off. It's because I was really good and they paid me so much that they couldn't really afford me anymore. Okay. So if I take that, then I take the good and I said, how can I, you know, do talk to my uh, people at my acquaintances, you know, start to have my restroom, I start to move. And then it's action mode, right? Action mode. So what is my next stage? You know, what do I have to bring? I have a lot of experience, a lot to bring, you know, more flexibility. And that took me to the second one. The second, the second time, because, you know, the, the, the first one was before I was professional. The second one was when I was really more, you know, as an investment banker. And I think the third one was very crucial. Uh, the third one is when I realized that, um, and it was through the financial crisis that I realized that uh, it, it was, you know, sort of about the same, you know, the need to court costs, same thing, you know, corporate, the only guarantee that you have is that at some point they're going to let you up. At some point, <laughs> if you start escalating, uh, you, there's no guarantee. Okay. And that happens over and over and over again. Um, but that time I already had learned from my first experience and somebody told me, wow, this is a great opportunity to really go and do what you are actually meant to do. And somebody said that to me and I took that to heart and I said, wow, this is my opportunity. And that's when I decided, you know, to, you know, get licenses to study more, you know, look at, you know, how to, you know, be independent and my possibilities really, you know, expanded. So the second part, yes, you have the roller coaster again. You're like, wow, how come I'm giving so much, but it was to the financial crisis and everything was upside down. And um, the time to reflect, the time to find confidence in you, the time to find what you could give, the value that you can offer, and how can, you, how can that add to other people and have an impact, of, a real impact. Um, that's what I um, actually started to think and, and took me to another level. Because that's when I actually started to prepare to uh, be independent and, and to do what I do today, which is, you know, to really empower other people in the area of finances. So that's awesome. That's, that's definitely one of them. So, so wow. Wow. That's really powerful. And I don't want to take for granted the fact that, you know, during this time uh, you were married, you had two kids um, and the fact, right. That also, um, which you'll get into it a little bit more, some of like a personal challenge, right. That you had. And, and, and so during times of transition, you know, your children um, and, you know, going back to school, right. Because you went, you went, (laughs) You went and got your master's after the third time. So tell us a little bit about that. And, <laughs> um, and so, and tell us about, you know, now what was the challenge from a personal standpoint? One thing was like you mentioned, so it was going from corporate to becoming an entrepreneur and you're not just helping families and women. I mean, you're in the financial space, helping, helping people save for their future. You're helping them, you know, uh, with, with, um, 
security for their, for their families, right? And so forth, which we'll get a little bit more into that because I cannot wait for people to uh, really, really understand what you're doing uh, for, for the families. But yeah, tell us about those challenges and then about, because again, sometimes we feel like, well, I have kids now and I couldn't do this. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, you cannot put aside the personal side. Um, you know, definitely. You know, my my wife, my my two children. You know, why I do things and why I did things. Uh, so I have two beautiful, gorgeous, amazing uh, kids. They're actually now both graduated from college. Okay, so I cannot believe it. So yes, I started really young, uh, and they actually saw me through this whole. Uh, career. Okay. They saw me going back to school because I had, you know, when I got married, I was going to start to do my MBA. And then I got pregnant with my first one. It's Stephanie. She's an amazing, you know, young woman, uh, professional, graduated from college, independent now. And then I have my second one, Jean-Pierre. And uh, Jean-Pierre also just graduated from college as an artist. Uh, and so I, I couldn't go to school. You know, I was raising children. I was also, you know, an investment banker and, you know, moving, you know, up in my career. Okay. And I had, you know, one of the most difficult uh, challenges, there were several, but one of the most difficult challenges is my son at a very early uh, age uh, was diagnosed uh, with, um, with what they call, you know, in the autism spectrum, you know, he was, he had a speech delay. He did not talk when it was 18 months already. So I had to not only be a mom, but, you know, and a wife and, you know, raise a family, but I was also had my career, but now there was this big challenge of making sure that he had everything that he needed. So that he was successful at least to have a life that was, um, let's call it dignifying, right? Okay, because they told me that I was not going to talk, you know, there's no cure for autism, there's no cure for what, you know, has, we'll see what happens. And, and this was back 20 years ago, okay? He, he, and, you know, now we know more about that, um, but I submerged myself into, you know, finding out that everything that he had to do, what we had to do as a family, what he needed, and I realized that you needed money. Okay. And that's why I picked finances and I continue because I said, we really need as a family, a lot of money because we need to pay for all these therapies. You know, we need to make sure that we have that. If somebody tells me that there's a therapy, I cannot say no, because I don't have any money. And that was my mindset and our challenge. And I could tell you, I'm going to fast forward, you know, 20 years and he does not have the diagnosis anymore. You know, he spoke, you know, when he was three, four, you know, he had a lot of, you know, different, um, you know, therapies, uh, speech therapies, occupational, so forth. Uh, he actually got uh, a scholarship, a merit scholarship in, uh, he's an artist from a, a very prestigious school in illustration, graduated. So it's just an amazing success story. It's, I call it a victory story, right? Because that's, that's my, my brand is victory. I had a lot of victories, but remember that victories don't come if you don't fight, right? If you don't have a battle, if there's no, you know, something you have to overcome. Uh, and that was very challenging as well. Um, but I could say that the persistence and, you know, wouldn't do that if you don't have faith as well. 
Okay. I think, you know, part of my story, no matter where I put it, I had uh, to have faith. You know, I don't know, you know, listeners, what kind of, you know, faith you have, whether it's religion. So you think of of something, mine has been Christ. And uh, the more that I give the control to him, he guides me, he puts the right people. But faith without action is dead. It says a very wise book. (laughs) (laughs) So, you have all the faith, and I thought that it was possible, but you had to put the action. Um, and I think one of the most difficult, you know, parts was just to, you know, be there, uh, no matter what, you know, for for my son. And it's, um, you know, a great victory, and we did it, you know, as a family. Uh, so that's uh, actually one of the stories, and uh, writing a book about it. So you know, just wait a couple of years, or maybe sooner that's than coming. that. Uh, but that's the, that's a long story because I have a lot of stories, you know, about that of, you know, just, you know, that's, you know, f- being so faithful in my life and as a, as a family. Um, but also, um, you know, everybody puts his part. And I think, uh, you know, it, it's important for a lot of moms out there, you know, who uh, probably have gone through those uh, situations or are going through that. Um, just, you know, have faith and fight. And there are different resources out there that you have to be an advocate for your children and always believe, don't believe in what people say. I mean, you don't know how many naysayers I had there. Oh my God. I actually did not tell anybody, you know, about what was, what I was going through, except the professionals and the therapists that knew I was talking about, because there are a lot of people that don't know, and they have their own opinions of what life could be. And I never let that, uh, those thoughts, those negative thoughts enter my mind. And, and that's, um, I think that's part of that, that allowed me to go uh, more and more and more and, uh, and be at where we are today. Absolutely. And all I hear here is persistence because you just, you didn't finish. I mean, one thing is persistence with your son. I mean, you never gave up. You knew that uh, it was just a diagnosis, but there was, there was a way out and you persisted on moving forward and, you know, and, and taking on that challenge and never giving up and not taking, you know, what was said to you at that moment as the reality, right? And so I hear that there. And then, I mean, you didn't tell your listeners, but I'll go ahead and tell them. I mean, you got your MBA, okay? So you actually got your your MBA after, you know, the third time around. I know the first time you got married, the second time you got pregnant with your first daughter, then obviously your, you know, your second son comes around. Now you have the challenge of making sure that, you know, that he's an independent human being as he grows and that you do everything you got to do. So obviously work takes over. And I know that at times like that, you sort of feel like, oh my gosh, I'm putting my dreams aside. I'm putting, you know, uh, my goals aside. I'm sacrificing this and that. Uh, But at the end of the day, you know, what we have to be reminded of is that things don't always happen at the time we want them. And if we continue to be focused and we have faith and we have, you know, and we look forward to the possibilities and and we continue to do and take action, things will happen and fall into place when they're meant to. I mean, um, you tell us how many years ago it's been, but you know, you, after all these years, your children, I don't know at what age, I'm I'm assuming they were teenagers, uh, you know, when you went into a transition or so forth from going to an entrepreneur and then deciding that you're going to now this time, no matter what, go get your MBA. Now that you needed it, but you wanted it and, you know, and it was just really going to take you to that next level, perhaps maybe on a personal level, right? Uh, To continue to build that confidence to do what you do now. 
but so you did it. You did it, right? And it didn't happen in the time that you thought it would happen, but it happened in the time that it was meant to happen. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. That's such, that's uh, such a good, uh, you know, thought that you just actually, uh, uh, you know, mentioned because it, it, we always, we want everything right now, don't we? Right. We want it to happen right now when I want it, how I want it. And uh, we have to be patient. I mean, there is certain time. It's time for everything. And when um, my kids, I think, were about, you know, seven, nine years old, you know, everything was just moving along. You know, therapy's moving or doing that. I said, well, oh, maybe the space. I done a family reunion. Like, OK, I'm going to school. I need you to really support me, you know, uh, you know, as a family, which means I may be studying a lot, just like you. And, uh, but I'm going to graduate. So it took me two, uh, two years. In the two years, I did the executive program. I studied on the weekends, like all weekends, you know, I had nights uh, and, and I still, you know, work full time and, and I did it. It was more personal satisfaction than anything. It was not like it was important for me to have a raise of salary, uh, but it was a kind of a requisite uh, for me. <laughs> I wanted to put a tag on off. my list <laughs> of, and, uh, and, I've, and to widen, you know, my, my perspective, because that's what colleges do, kind of, you know, open your mind, you know, to different ways of thought. I think nowadays it's very expensive and, uh, you know, people don't get the value in that, that we used to get before. Uh, right now out of their math. So there's just so many ways to get knowledge right now. Uh, but back then it was just that. And it actually set a great example for my children who actually somehow you stand and I say, yeah, what did you get in your, in your exam? I got an A. What did you get in yours? Uh, so okay. it was, you know, it, so it was really, you know, modeling, uh, you know, towards that. So yes, I think when you have a goal and it is personal, no matter what, you know, you know, just persist. Uh, I think it's the word today, you know, persistence. Yeah. Um, and you, you'll get it, you know, dreams will come, but you just have to, you know, continue to um, water those uh, seeds in, in, in those dreams. Absolutely. Wow. Awesome. All right. And I think we sort of already mentioned a little bit about this, but here's the question. So what was your aha moment? Hmm. I had a wow, wow, I have moments. I've had a lot of aha moments, but I think I'm going to talk about one that is important, which is my switch to become uh, independent. Okay. And I didn't know I was doing this. Uh, trust me. It's not like I had a plan and I said one day, whoa, let me become an entrepreneur. That sounds so sexy and attractive <laughs> because I didn't. All I knew is like, I knew how to work hard. Um, you know, I knew, you know, what it took, uh, you know, to, uh, to projects and things like that for others, but not for myself. And I think my aha moments came when I um, decided to get, you know, some licenses. I was introduced, you know, to an opportunity to, you know, get licenses, you know, become a financial advisor, you know, part-time and start training. Okay. So my aha moments came, uh, I had already had a financial advisor before, so I was organized financially, but my aha moment came when I started talking to my friends and I realized that they were not organized at all. Uh, that they were in debt. Uh, we lived in a you know very you know great neighborhood, and they had great cards, but absolutely nothing saved. And I didn't have any of that. It seemed like to me that I was kind of in a in a bubble, and I had like everything, and I assumed that everybody had everything as well. 
okay, that I was not the only one. Uh, people were just, you know, inundated with credit card debt. I didn't have any. And I was like, what? What do you mean you don't have life insurance? You know, what will happen to you if you just, you're a single mom, you, if we take this trip to Europe and something happens, what will happen to your kid? And so I re to me, it was an aha moment because I said, wait a minute, I have so much knowledge. I live this, um, you know, things, right? I don't have debt. I'm saving, you know, I have, uh, you know, I guess my financial house structure, you know, in a way that works, how come people don't know this? And I realized there's a lot of ignorance in ignorance. doesn't mean that you don't go to school. I mean, these people are, you know, engineers, doctors, you know, <laughs> there's just, I was like, wow, it's just, they don't have the information and I have it. And it's not difficult. And I could actually show them. And while I was doing it and getting my licenses, I was actually making money part-time. And so I was like, well, if I double... What licenses were you getting? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So in the area of financial services, in order to offer uh, you know, certain uh, services and products, you have to have certain licenses. One of them is the life insurance license, for example, to offer products of protection, asset protection, and income protection, and also Series 6, 63, which are 65, are investments uh, to help clients in their investment strategies, medium-term, long-term, for example, um, mutual funds, retirement, 401ks, IRAs, uh, so forth, to have a strategy um, as well in terms of uh, saving, okay, saving uh, for retirement, saving to, you know, have a house, for example. You could have different strategies, so you need those licenses. And then I have also the broker's license, uh, which is to have a team because I have an agency and I help agents to become, um, to get licensed and uh, to have all the knowledge and become competent. Uh, we also do, you know, for example, um, you know, mortgages, okay. Have a loan officer's, uh, license too. I uh, to help clients in one of the, you know, the purchase of one of the most important assets, right? Which is their, their homes. Uh, so all those licenses are needed so that you can help families achieve a financial uh, plan for independence, for saving, et cetera, right? And create all the strategies. So I started to get competent and to get, you know, to help families. My aha moments came when I was helping one of my friends and we were going on a trip. And uh, I was like, okay, I have to get trained. And not only that, but I started looking around and most of my friends and other people were not, um, were not organized financially. And I had just the right information, the right tool, the right work ethic to help them. And, and then I said, okay, now I think I could become full time. I could do this on my own. Let me just, you know, have a strategy. And when I did that, you know, in a period of, and made a decision in a period of six, seven months, I already have my agency. And that's what I'm actually currently doing, you know, for the past uh, eight years. So an independent awesome. financial advisor and broker helping families do the same. So you basically, all right, so here we are, you've been in the financial industry uh, and it just happens to be that, you know, through your layoffs, now you're given, you know, you're presented with this opportunity. Obviously after also, uh, not only are you presented with an opportunity of like, hey, you know, you should be doing this. Like there's something bigger for you. You can be independent. And then, you know, you have this aha moments with your friends and it's like, um, how come you guys are not financially stable? Like, you know, you have nice cars, we have this and that, but you guys are like drowning in debt. 
And you really saw, you know, your purpose there, right? Like now, not just working for, for, uh, for corporate America, you know, helping people who perhaps are in good financial, um, uh, have some good financial stability and just really helping them, you know, to continue to maintain that. But now you're going to those who, you know, as an independent entrepreneur, it's like now you get you can get down to the people, right? And and be and and help them and set them up for success. Um, and so wow, that's really fulfilling. Um, and who would have known, right? Who would have known that yeah. all this, like, you know, studying your whole life or you know, doing certain things your whole life, and you know, just life prepares us for the future that we don't know. Uh, whether it's on a personal level from experiences or from a career level as well. Um, so that's powerful. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Is there anything that you uh, would have done different in your past hmm. so far? Uh, if you were to ask, do I have regrets of things that I have had? Actually, I don't. Probably I would probably have worked more, studied more, and become an entrepreneur sooner. Right. And I spent so much time, you know, in, in corporate America. I don't think it's been a waste. It's tasks, not at all. It's, I've built a lot of experiences, but I think everything, like you said, has prepared me to be where I'm at today. Totally. Okay. Even the experiences in corporate and the time that, that I was there, uh, you know, especially, you know, uh, you know, the possibility and what, you know, what I did of just getting organized financially, it set me up to uh, do the transition. Okay, yeah. to the transition and to be where, you know, we, we're building today. So, yeah, I don't think I have, uh, you know, any regrets. If I were to, you know, do it probably a little bit sooner, <laughs> I probably would have jumped. But everything has its timing, okay? Totally. Okay. Awesome. Now you did mention one of your sources of confidence is God. Are there any other sources mm -hmm. uh, that you tap into to build up your confidence? Yeah, yes. Okay, so, you know, definitely, you know, God and my faith, um, you know, is my main source. But when I don't feel as confident or secure, I go back to my past victories and I go back to my why. Why am I doing this? Okay. And uh, it's, it's very simple now. Like it used to be, you know, a time where like, uh, you know, you see everything negative. But I said, well, I was able to do this. Okay, back then, what did I use back then? How come, now I, I know I can do it. Okay, I have it in me. And it's to just, uh, you know, a kind of a reflection and self-analysis. Uh, you know, look, I looked myself in the mirror and I totally, truly, I tell you, I said myself, Victoria, you can do this. You've done it before. Okay, you've done it before. You have the resources. You have everything in you. Okay, and uh, I have great name. Okay, so is Victoria, is victory. And I actually have taken that as a root of, okay, I'm going to win. I don't lose. I learn, right? I learn from, you know, whatever. So I'm going to learn. Okay, well, I'm going to win. Okay, in this particular situation. Um, I actually do feed from other co coaches and, and, and other people that are important in my life where I, uh, you know, I, I, I believe that experiences and successes of other people could teach you a lot. So I look at in me and I said, well, you can do it. What victories have you had before? But then I also look at the right people. I mean, not everybody. I, sh I lent my ear. 
So just those two that know me, that know what I have in me, that have seen me and that have had, uh, you know, great successes in the past. So that's where I get, you know, my, my, my confidence. Awesome. What are two tips you can share with our listeners in moments of distress or doubt? Well, you pretty much just share that right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Those, those are the tips. Okay. Really. Totally. Is to, 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 to look within you. Okay. Really look within you. Um, I think, you know, we look at, uh, oh, you know, what is this great, you know, tips that could allow us to, you know, have success. And we are like, oh, what are the success tips? But at the end of the day, it comes with a self-analysis and reflection of the resources that you have at hand. And it's, you are a wonderful human being. And I'm talking to you as you, Ana Maria, right? And every single listener that is here. We all have had successes at some point, whether it is school, whether it's you overcame a situation, because we all have had them. But if you look within you, you see that there was just something that you did that moved you to go and overcome that situation. So I think confidence becomes within because you know there is in you and then fear comes to an attack us. Right. And it's just the ability to not not hold on to, to fear, right? To fear, to the anxiety, to all these uh, negative thoughts, and to say, wait a minute and stop it, right? Stop. Let's see what I have. This is what I have. I'm an, a unique individual. I have value. I'm worth it. And because I have all these things, there is a specific plan and purpose for me. And you know what? It's here. Let me go find it and let me be bold about it. Um, And I think that's the source of confidence comes within you. Not what people say about you, not what people think about you, not what, uh, you know, how they uh, see you in social media or how beautiful or ugly that, you know, people think you are. But it comes to what you think in, about yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. about believing in you. And um, so I think that's, that's the number one tip. And that's the one I use. Okay, so I could give you that one. And, and, and like the second one is, um, you know, your inner circle. Okay, awesome. and you know, probably have heard about that. But it's just the two, three people that you always go to, that know who you are, that know the core, that will be with you no matter what, and that understand that you do have also a purpose that when those people come, they're negative, tell you the wrong things, they're going to give you the right one, okay? The one that you need, which is you can do it, go for it, um, whether it's a project or whether it's just an idea or, or a personal situation because we all have that. Yeah. So I'll say those will be the two. Great. Great. I couldn't agree more. That's, that's, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. So I know you did sort of just mention that there's a project in the far future, which is a book. So we're waiting for that. But what, are there any other projects in your career or life that you would like, uh, that you would like to share with us right now? Um, What are you doing right now? Uh, How can we support you? You know, and so tell us a little bit about that. And then also how can our listeners connect with you? Okay, wonderful. Yes. Well, we're definitely working um, very aggressively into the expansion of our business. And uh, what I do right now is just to empower 
uh, people just like me, just like you and I, that want to, to be independent, that want to have their own agency, that want to get their licenses, that want to learn about finance, that want to take control of their finances, and that want to help and impact others just as I do. So we're in this uh, amazing expansion project uh, of doing that across the U.S. So in the next 12 months or so, we're uh, looking to open three to five uh, offices um, here in the U.S. Uh, there's some in the state of Florida and then other states up north. Uh, so it's just, you know, get the word around. If there's somebody that really is interested, you know, to learn about the program, I'm very excited because we worked very diligently in the last, um, you know, two years of um, on the system, not only the system of getting the licenses, but to have, you know, a system that has an educational platform plus, you know, digital marketing and everything, you know, is, uh, you know, online, uh, automated. Uh, it's allowed us to be more efficient uh, and to be able to, uh, to reach, you know, more people so that they could get competent, um, you know, faster uh, than we used to do before. Okay. So, we have an amazing system. So we are actually, you know, launching, uh, we actually did launch our program. So if anybody's interested, then, you know, they could con contact me. So I could give them the webinar, the presentation, and look at this amazing, you know, project as uh, we empower more families, um, you know, more women uh, that, you know, wanted to do the transition, you know, start part-time and learn and, uh, you know, get very, 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 very knowledgeable about their own personal finances. Uh, so yes, and then, you know, the book, uh, no, I'll be back, but it is in the works actually. So, so let you know when is the right time. But yeah, right now, just connect to me through the uh, social media. It's Victory Sanchez, very simple. Uh, and uh, you can just, you know, uh, contact me through, you know, direct message uh, or just, you know, directly to my, you know, personal numbers. Awesome. So I'll make sure that I share your information in the description of this podcast. And if you're watching the video, I'll make sure that this is inside um, here, our YouTube link so that you can contact Victoria. Um, so you heard, if you are looking for a transition for, you know, a change of career, if you're looking to get educated in the financial space, uh, whether it's, you know, and it's, it's getting education for yourself to set yourself for success um, and also be able to help others, or if you're just, you know, a woman who right now, uh, you love what you're doing, you love your career, you know, you, you have money sitting in your account perhaps and you're like, hey, I don't know anything about finances. I really want to make my money go somewhere. You know, I would love to have um, Victoria really like help me understand how I can, you know, I can have Roth RRA and or life insurance, perhaps, you know, there's so many things. Children, we have children do do we have like our finances set up for our children if something, God forbid, was to happen? You know, so mm. you know if if these any of these um touch you personally, you know, reach out to Victoria. She personally, it's my financial advisor. Um, I, you know, I, I haven't applied all, all the, um, everything that she guides me because again, you know, whatever life happens, but I am, I do learn from her and I do. And, 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 you know, and she set me up with my Roth IRA. She set me up with my life insurance. She's, you know, she's really helped me. And so, I am just, I'm in, I'm in, I'm always learning from her and uh, I would love the same for you guys. So Victoria, thank you so, so much. Uh, 
Uh, this was really wonderful. I am so grateful that you were able to have the time aside to really share uh, with myself and, and the listeners right now um, your journey and, and, and give us some of your advice on how um, you know, you overcome your, the life challenges and, and, um, and the word of the day, persistence, you know, it's all about persistence. So ladies listening, you know, persistence. And if there's any males right now listening here too, you know, like share these videos with your wife, with your friends, with your daughters, um, you know, make sure that you share this podcast. Uh, we all really sometimes need, uh, all the time, you know, uh, we need words of encouragement and to hear from, from somebody else that we can relate to that, you know what, uh, we just need to be patient and be persistent. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And you guys, now you know, next episode, I will have another amazing guest. So do not miss it out. Make sure that you go to our um, podcast here on iTunes, on all whatever platform you're on. Uh, follow this podcast, The Confident Closer, and uh, you will be notified with the next episode coming. I promise you, it's another amazing story. I will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening to Confident Closers. We hope you gleaned some insight and find a way to take action and make a positive change in your life today. Not tomorrow, not someday. Now is the time. Learn about Anna Maria's latest projects and get social on Facebook at Confidence Closers, on Instagram at The Confident Closer. Until next time, keep that chin up, walk tall, and support the women in your life to do the same. Because together, we are strong. Thanks for listening.